0: Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. Uh, we want to uh, invite you in to listen to what is about to happen. Um, we were very fortunate to uh, get our, our guest on that's going to be coming on momentarily. And uh, I got to say that uh, I was not drugged into this, but um, I was kind of introduced to this. It's pretty neat. Do um, you want to tell uh, our audience a little bit about who's coming on there, uh?
1: Yeah. So, um, so this is, he, this is a YouTube content creator. He runs a couple channels. His most famous or popular one is as of now anyway, is the pop song professor. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was introduced to this channel through my family. He deals a lot with pop music. So, you know, the stuff that's on top 40 right now, but Um, there were, there are so many things and I hope that throughout, you know, this interview, if you give it a watch and a listen, you'll, you'll see some of these things, but this is, he is the real deal. And, um, he's got multiple college degrees. He graduated, I think, uh, at the age of 18, got his first degree, something like that. Yes. Um, and so, I, I mean, if I were to just to give you two things, Jay, on why I was drawn into the pop song professor and why I encouraged us to reach out to him. Number one, I spent tens of thousands of dollars um and and paid for that over, you know, many decades in college to get access to people like this. And here's yeah, a guy yeah. that's going out and he's offering this for free and he's having conversations with students on YouTube and you can watch and learn. And, and the other thing is, um, you know, this is, this is somebody that, and I think you picked up on this. He, this is probably one of the most positive uses of YouTube in terms of what he's trying to do and who he's trying to help. It's very intelligent. It's insightful. Um, uh,
0: he knows what he's talking about. Um, and it's obvious by the number of followers that he has on, on, uh, YouTube. Um, I congratulate him on, uh, what he's doing. I really appreciate it at first when I saw this, I'm like, okay, you know, what's this all about? And then I went through a process of several of the, uh, videos and I'm like, wow, this is pretty amazing. So, um, we're, I mean, we're just stoked to have him on, man.
1: Yeah, so. and he was super generous to agree to do it. I mean, he is a big deal. He's got a lot of followers. He's got a lot of viewers. Um, he definitely made time for the little guys, uh, and yeah, he's very and kind we, in doing that. And um, you know, look, uh, if you have any interest at all in a music education, and and but you don't want to fork out the you know tens of thousands of dollars in education and tuition fees. Mm-hmm this is a great place to start. And, and sometimes it's for therapeutic purposes, and he makes some efforts to do that on his channel as well. So uh, I guess without further ado, let's get into this. Um, this is our interview with the pop song professor.
0: Enjoy, folks. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the show. Today we're excited to have a very special guest uh, with us, uh, Clifford Stummy, also known as the pop song professor. How's it going, Clifford? Thanks for joining us.
2: It is going very well, and thank you very much for having me. It is a great honor.
0: Uh, We really appreciate you taking the time. Why don't you tell tell us and your audience a little bit about what's going on, what you're doing, and the message you're trying to get across with what you do.
2: Yeah. So The Pop Song Professor, it started out as me Googling song meanings and being like, hey, nobody's really talking about what the song means. And I think I was listening to like Mumford and Sons or maybe Take Me to Church by Hozier. And I was trying to find websites that would say like, hey, this is what the song is about. Here's what the artist meant. And I couldn't find anything that wasn't, you know, kind of questionably sourced or a little bit shifty or just mostly opinion. And so I said, all right, I'll just make the website myself. And then, you know, millions of, of hits later and and hundreds of posts later, I don't know, we might be over a thousand by now. I couldn't tell you. Um, you know, start get that website going. And then we started the Pop Song Professor YouTube channel and did a podcast for a little bit. And it really started out with this idea that like, hey, going deep, thinking deep thoughts in music is just a good thing. Like this is what we need to be doing. We need to be encouraging artists to think And to talk about thinking and to, like, you know, give us lyrics that left us with something, you know, made our lives a little bit better. And recently we've been shifting a little bit more to get even more specific. And we've really been talking more and more about songs that uh, promote positive emotional and mental health going deep on those kind of topics. So that's kind of where we're at right now. That uh, that was great. That was
0: great.
1: Clifford, I can you guys. I can hardly <laughs> contain myself over here. Okay, so um, oh, so so much to. Okay, first of all, Clifford, um, you are wildly popular with both my wife and I. Hope you take this as a compliment. With also with my ten year old son. Um, hey, that's <laughs> awesome. So, uh, and and I, I think um, part of what drew me in. So that's how I learned about you. Um, and I have a musical background, uh, from several universities and there's something that we just stumbled on about you that we'll get to here in a minute, but, um, you got into this pretty young at a pretty early age. You, um, how old, let me just ask you, how old were you when you, when you got your, you've got several degrees. How old were you when you got your first degree?
2: Yeah. So I got my, my bachelor's degree from college at 18. And then kept moving into the master's program, and now I'm finishing up my doctorate.
1: Wow. Uh, wow yeah. what an,
0: what an accomplishment at a young age
1: and And this whole um, sort of um, making making the best of the the pop music that's out there and using it for positive purposes. and And I gotta tell you, like as somebody that suffered under professors that just played <laughs> Drop the Needle, for, you know, I mean, just to this day, and that was twenty five years ago. I'm I'm scarred by some of that, but, um, <laughs> but, but taking uh, taking what's current, popular, right, yeah, in culture today, and making that cool to kids is a pretty cool, uh, is a pretty cool endeavor. So, do you have um, do you have any idea kind of what your core age demographic is? Do
2: you know? Yeah. Uh, do you mind if I back up just a hair? Too? Yeah, you like, got it. I love what you're saying. And I, and I don't know, it might be a cool story, might not. But it's podcasting, right? Like, we yeah. all want cool stories. Yeah. So part of the reason that I got into this is like, I had just finished the master's in English. So I was like, I don't know, 21 or something. And I sat down. No, I think I was 22. It eh, doesn't matter. So I sat down and I was like, all right, I've just finished this master's in English and I I think I want to teach English. This sounds like a pretty good deal. I'll I'll teach literature and stuff like that. And so I went and taught like an English 102, which at my school is like a literary analysis. And I'm making these kids read poems and tell me about them. And the kids like they're, they're dropping like flies, like they're so bored. And, you know, part of that's on them. Like, look, guys, this is a legitimately good poem. You need to pay attention here. And and part of it, I thought, was kind of on me and on, like, academia in general. And I thought to myself, like, you know, why are we talking about something that a lot of people don't care about? And there's some really good reasons. You know, we want to know the classics. We want to know where we came from. We can still learn from stuff that's older. There's an experience with beauty to be had there. But shouldn't we temper that with some level of, like, cultural relevancy? And a lot of professors do a great job at this. So this was kind of my own little personal coming of age story. And I was like, you know, let, let's jump into some song lyrics. So after I'd been blogging for a couple of months, I was like, let's let's throw some song lyrics into this classroom. And I think I had a student write a final paper about Drake. And I had people pulling them up as like examples in class. And we like analyzed some Taylor Swift and some 21 Pilots. And it got really fun. Like people really enjoyed that. They thought it was really cool. And then they thought it was really cool when I knew which artists they were listening to and I could speak intelligently about Taylor Swift or Drake or something like that. Uh, so that got me some, some street cred, I guess with, uh, in the okay. classroom. Well, so I don't know, that, that was just like, this whole thing started wanting to, like you said, like make this relevant to people and say, Hey, look, you can think about your lyrics. And then saying to academics, like, let's think about lyrics. Let's yeah. Do the same thing well, and, kids
1: do. and you did a much better job of, of kind of concisely laying out there that whole, um, sort of, sort of mission statement than I did. But, um, but, that too, you, you na- <laughs> but you nailed it. So I can't tell you the number of professors that I had that the minute that I brought up some popular piece of music,
2: yeah,
1: just, they switched off and Jay <laughs> is tired of hearing me say like, look, you have to understand, you know, whoever your favorite, um, whoever, whoever you're into, right. If it's, um, George Strait or Eddie Van Halen or Usher or whatever. Like some of these really great artists have gone back and studied Bach and and there's elements of what they're doing in that. And you can't completely discount those old guys in wigs. You have to understand that. Yeah. But if you don't get somebody on the educational side, that's willing to see you on your level, like which sounds like what you're doing, that's the missing ingredient. And that's a really powerful thing. And I think probably that's what caught my attention. And I went, "Ooh, we got to talk to this guy
2: because this is because
1: you and I think you understand this. You do know that that's a little bit unusual in in the educational institutions, right?
2: Yeah. But, you know, I'm a little unusual in the education institutions. (laughs) Never been much one for doing it the traditional way, which has gotten me in trouble and helped me do things in the past. But I yeah. love like that it's resonating with you guys too. I mean that that's awesome. I loved it when you reached out uh, and wanted to talk some more because it's just such a cool, cool thing to get into.
0: Well so, go ahead, Jay. It, it really it really is. And I mean that's what Keith and I are all about too. It's why we started doing what we're doing, which is to to kind of encourage younger folks to stay in the industry that we're in. And then it of course it, it, it has developed into this, the conversation that we're having right now because it's all relevant to our younger generation. Yeah. Um I, I think that um uh, you know what you are doing, the way you're doing it to to make them interested in in English and grammar and how to understand these things is very important. Um, but I also see a sense of 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 bringing to the attention of what our society, what is happening in society right now, with some of the lyrics that are being written out there that are that are really not even lyrics. There's absolutely no meaning to some of these songs, and it, to me, it's very disappointing. For someone who loves music, I, I really enjoy the message. Um, and I'm we're just not getting that. I mean, I'll give you for me, a genre, bro country, yeah. I, I don't get it.
2: I just don't get it. So now one thing I'll disagree with you on, but not in a way where we actually disagree, just a semantic thing, is I would say that there always is a meaning, but sometimes the meaning is either not good or it's not obvious. Or it's more like a philosophy. So if somebody is singing a song that's just rampant hedonism, I got my truck, like and they're talking about spending money. I got this girl, and they're talking about sex. And they've got this this alcohol addiction problem that's actually pretty serious and ruining my family, but I'm gonna sing about it anyway. Right. Um, there is a meaning there, but it's a it's an unintentional one that they let slip through. And, and that's where some of the real analytical fun gets in, is you get to start trying to guess what these people actually believe that would let them write such a thing. Well, that's and the that,
1: subjectivity of art, right? I mean, that's right. what, um, you know, makes some of this popular with with some, but not... I mean, look, we, we can tell you're yeah. a huge fan of bro country, so... <laughs> oh, it's so
2: good. It's so good. My favorite is Florida Georgia Line. Yeah,
1: yeah, well, we're...
2: I,
0: I'll, I do have a question about one of those artists and I, I mentioned it to, to Keith this morning before we, we came on. Hardy. Have you heard of those? Have you heard Hardy. of Hardy? Yeah.
1: No, you need to go check. And them. we here, just lost a, like half our listeners
0: right there. Here, here, here's a new one. It's the song. The name of the song is called Red Necker Than You
1: so oh, no oh go man check, oh go, you know what i'll do out. you one better while you're listening watch the video it just adds a whole element of
2: <laughs> no, there's a uh, music video too oh, i'm it's, so frightened
1: yeah yeah, yeah man uh we'll, we'll 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 have to come back and revisit that one after you have time to <laughs> appropriately digest
0: it so we'll we'll see that one come up on some uh, uh yeah
1: some- so um
2: there's our so, follow-up episode. So you've you done go.
1: some. Okay. I, I want to make sure that that we give this uh, a, a fair nod. Uh, you you alluded to this earlier, but doing some work that's sort of therapeutic in nature. So, like Jay and I did a um, uh, a video on holiday depression just right over Christmas, and just put oh. it out there as sort of a you know uh, w- we've had some close friends and family that have been affected, and you did some stuff along those same lines and and it sounds like you're continuing to do some of that um can you so um i mean i I could be barbara walters and just go well why but so what's your sort of obviously that's important to you can you talk a little bit about why it's important to you
2: I mean, you guys are content creators. You know how it goes. Um, You create content for a while of a particular genre, and you you begin to ask those deeper questions of like, why? Why am I doing this? What's what's the end goal? And every once in a while, that changes. And sometimes that happens slowly. Sometimes it happens quickly. For a while, this had kind of been changing slowly. And then over Christmas, I went on vacation. It was so great. Academic vacations are the best three weeks of traveling, and that was amazing. And I had time to think because I wasn't really creating a lot of content. And I came back with kind of this renewed sense of purpose and said, you know, a lot of the people who've been attracted to my channel already really care about mental health. And if you go and read some of the comments, people struggle with mental health. And there just seems to be a large concentration. And it's because I've talked a lot about artists who talk about that kind of thing. And so it brings their fans over to me. And and I decided, you know, let's just let's just go for it. Let's talk about this more in depth. Let's focus on this because it, it's already kind of our de facto topic anyway. Mm-hmm. So we we dive into it now. And uh, channel slogan is I mean, it's not completely solidified, but it's something like emotional health, spreading emotional health through music or something like that. And, and instead of just doing song explanations, a big focus now is also like talking about artists who are small or big, who have something positive to say that can be helpful for people. So that's that's kind of where we're at right now. So
1: as if that weren't enough. Um, so you know you've got multiple degrees. First one by you know before you're old enough to to, to buy alcohol. Um, you're starting another channel, right? Another yes. uh, on YouTube um, because I guess not enough uh, not enough to do already.
2: <laughs> oh man, yeah, exactly. It's a blessing and a curse to have all these ideas because you want to do them, but you don't actually have time. But, yeah, um, it's called College Hacked, and it's just about ways to save money and time on college while still getting a good experience and a good education. You know, trying to teach people, if you already know subjects, there's some opportunities out there to test out of those subjects, be able to get into the classes you actually, you know, are excited about, um, still get that that bachelor's degree and move on to whatever comes next. And that's great.
1: who better to tell you this than the person that's lived it? Right. So you've, you've done some of this yourself, right? I would assume. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, um, that's, uh, and if I search YouTube, it's up right now. Like I, I ran across the, the, the first video and went, wow, this is a cool idea. Um, it's that if I looked on YouTube for it, I guess is what I'm stumbling around. It's
2: yeah. If you, if you go to college, act and pardon my, my mysterious friend in the background here, uh, for anybody watching on video, (laughs) No, it's cool. Know, but he's uh, sport, at any uh, moment. Sport. Any
1: of us could have a uh, unknown surprises. Uh, an, an, an animal yeah. or, <laughs> or <a pet laughs>
2: spouse. Yeah, it happens. I just I feel like I need to name him or something. Uh, but yeah, if you just search for college hacked on YouTube, you'll find it. Save money on college. College hacked. It'll show up. Super easy and, to find.
0: And it's really new. I, I went uh, to the uh, the channel. I'm thinking like maybe three weeks. Right. I mean it's yeah. that new.
2: Yeah, we're posting our next video tomorrow. As of the time of this recording, or mm-hmm. so it'll be our third video, and I think we're at about 400 subscribers at this point.
0: Yeah, that's that's great, man. That's uh, it's really encouraging um, for you, I'm sure, uh, yeah. to keep it up. Yeah. We really appreciate you doing it. And like I said, where where have you been? I mean, I, I, it's never too late to get the message out. I don't think. And um, yeah. you know, I would have loved that uh, my my kids uh, could have figured that out at an early age as well. But they're through and they're doing well, which is good. Uh-huh. But yeah. um the you know i i have a couple of questions that that i i kind of have written down um do you feel and this is going to go towards do you feel that that now uh the, the the time that we're in that music is 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 less of an art form and more of a business and that may be why it's sort of a cookie cutter thing
2: going on oof Oof. Wow. um yeah, that's a really good question. Jay,
1: for acting like you have nothing to, you know, I, I mean, you're bringing the you're bringing the heavy, uh, juicy stuff.
0: Well, I'm an oh, <laughs> I'm I'm your senior year. <laughs> you. So I'm, I'm trying to add something to this. But I, lay, I that's what down. I
2: down. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've been around a while and I I see the change of, of the music industry. I'm a I'm a huge music fan. I love it. And I just there's a lot of the stuff that I just cannot get into because I don't it doesn't I don't feel it. You know, it doesn't do anything for me.
2: Yeah. And neither should you really try or feel like you have to try. um, If you don't like what's being played, you know, listen to what you like. I think that's the whole point. And the more you listen to what you like, the more the business will bend over backwards to get you to spend some money on it. But I will say overall, my answer is a little bit nuanced. Um, There are some people who are like, oh, music today is so great. And I always kind of step back and say, well, what about this? And then there are people who say, oh, music today is terrible. And I say, I step back and I say, well, but I kind of like it. So I I strike a balance. As far as the business goes, the business of music is very strong today. I don't know how that compares to past years. I know Tin Pan Alley was a street in New York City back in the sometime or another 40s or 50s. uh, And you could just hear people playing music because there were all these songwriters on that street and they were all trying to sell their songs to people. And then you have the Beatles, and they recognized and acknowledged and admitted that certain ones of their songs were sellouts that they had to do to make their record label happy. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I don't know what the contrast is. I know there are artists that I gravitate to who do not seem to treat it as a business. Those who seem to treat it as a business, that's the kind of music I want to listen to on Friday night when I'm grooving out with my friends. But the music that, that speaks to me is not typically the ones that... You know i feel like are trying to grab some cash what i think it comes down to and if i were to talk to any young musicians out there my suggestion to them is that you kind of got to do both you got to think like a businessman but you can't do that until you're ready to think like an artist and a creative if an album has a couple of songs on it that are meant to go big and be singles i think that's great it's catchy and poppy it brings some people in and then and then hit them with your artistic depth hit them with the things you want to say with the rest of the album Nobody's mm. gonna listen to all your music, but you do increase the chances of some really good messages getting out there if you have some songs that are kind of, in a sense, you know, sellout songs, just trying to be popular. At the same time, is it really all that bad of a thing trying to give people what they want? And as long as it's a good thing that they want, like if somebody wants a catchy vibe, then I don't have a problem with that. But if catchy vibe is as deep a person as you are, mm. then I yeah. just I probably don't have a lot in common with you. So yeah. that's my long roundabout. No, it's irrelevant. Well, answer, but interesting,
1: it's and it's sort of an age-old debate. I mean, as long as there's been recorded music, there's been that that sort of back and forth. Um, okay, so I've gotta, I've got, I've got one and a half burning questions. One of these is, is, <laughs> oh is, is going to be relevant to our viewers and listeners, um, because we tend them? to focus on cars. Well, okay. one of them is a little bit more personal, but. Uh, driving songs, right? If you had to come up with like maybe your favorite driving song, we could go right Uh, now or we could go all time. What, what are you into right now? You like to play on while you're driving, assuming you actually drive.
2: That's a really good question. Yes. I actually do have a driver's license. I'm young, but not that young. (laughs) Um, I would say I like it. I, I gotta be with friends for me to really enjoy these songs. Uh, it's gotta be a song I can sing along with. So Uh, 22 by Taylor Swift is a good one.
1: So that, that rules out mumble rap. If it's got a, you know, criteria is you gotta be able to sing along with it. Yeah. Yeah, I can't
2: sing along with it. So I don't, I don't know what they're saying. Uh, maybe Gucci gang. I could do Panda, uh, but just the choruses. So, so I would say a little bit Taylor Swift mixes in. Usually I like billionaire by Travi McCoy and Bruno Mars. And I don't know. There's just like such an eclectic bunch of songs. Oh, you know what? hands down bleachers anything by bleachers okay
1: is, I, I can go with beautiful. you on that yeah
2: but see, I, see, can i
0: can i can i be completely honest with you guys oh i know what's I, coming I, yeah. I have no clue who <laughs> bleachers <laughs> is uh, uh well you're, I
1: mean, you're, you your kids are your boys are older man i mean this is well, sort of i was to be honest introduced through kids in the car you know right i mean do you know
2: right. who fun is the the mm. band fun no they're like uh they do the song some nights Anyway, they had a drummer who was a little bit more musically talented than most drummers are given credit for. He went off and started his own side project called Bleachers, and there's some really good songs in there. Uh, we've got I Want to Get Better, Roller Coaster, Don't Take the Money, Good Morning. and the, But the, maybe the coolest thing about this guy, his name's Jack Antonoff, and he's actually the, the co-writer for a ton of Taylor Swift songs. And if I'm not mistaken, he also helped Lord. Put together her pure heroin album, or maybe it was her melodrama album. No, I know so he can write. He can do it all, man. He can. And co-write. that is
1: your 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 proof that you you sometimes have to do a couple songs that you maybe aren't thrilled about putting on an album. But now he's got the freedom to go do his other groups, to do yeah. his other collaborations, to do. I mean, there you go. There's justification for your for your point. Okay, exactly one. Now you're Tom Hanks on Castaway. Now you may get rescued, you may not ever. Okay? Ever. Like, you know, it could be a year, could be <laughs> 20. You can take one album with you.
2: One album. What are you taking? Gosh. Okay, Man. so I uh, actually, you know what? I don't think it's fair to put me on the spot like this. I mean, can I get your answers first so I get a vibe for you, it? You mean, uh, oh, well, oh, oh, yeah, j- oh, here.
1: I could you oh, want oh, me good. to buy him some Go ahead, Jay. You ready? <laughs> no,
0: I don't need it. Honestly, if I was on an island by myself and I had to have an album that I got the most fulfillment out of, I would have to say "Dark Side of the Moon" by Pink Floyd.
2: Mm, yes, yes, very good. I'm
1: gonna go. I'm gonna go completely like insane other direction. But I'll but I'll I'll explain because I'm I'm always one to try to explain why uh, I make a choice. I'm gonna go with something. Probably classical, probably either Mozart, possibly Beethoven. And the reason that I'm going to do that is because I feel like it's going to take longer for me to... I can get more repeated listenings out of that and have a new experience every single time. More so than maybe some of the more... Like Dark Side of the Moon is another example of that. Like you can listen to that thing over and over and over again and there's something new every time. I feel like with the newer stuff... Not all of it, but a lot of it. I've heard it. And when, you know, when I'm two weeks into that album, I'm like, yeah, I got this. I got it. I'm I'm kind of done.
0: Keith, you need to come over to my island, man. There's some stuff. <laughs> there's some stuff growing here that, that you don't have to worry about.
1: <laughs> Jay's in Washington State. I'm in Nashville. Well, you, well, you already know that. All right. So does that gotcha. help you sort of set up? I mean, d- there is no wrong answer. It makes
2: here. sense. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I would probably choose The Beatles' Greatest Hits. Ooh. Uh, and that's that's strategic and you know a, a self-expression because, number one, it's a large compilation album. So it's going to give me a lot to listen to. So in that sense, I feel like it's maybe cheating. But uh, at the same time, I've been meaning to listen to The Beatles some more. And so if I'm going to be stuck on a desert island, I might as well be stuck with, with something that's a little bit more foreign to me. Um, not that I haven't listened to them plenty, but you know, something to, to really get. To yeah. get into. And Pretty
1: big change in their entire career. You've got examples of the whole, the whole, like there's a lot of stylistic changes from, yeah. from when they started to their, their last album. There's examples of all that in there. Yeah, man, that's a
2: right. And I feel like there'd be a little bit of everything. It'd be a sad song and there'd be a happy song, a nostalgic song. It, and that's, that's just a survival thing. Well, but, however your day's terrifying. going,
1: man. Yeah. If you found exactly, food, exactly. You, you, you pick a Yeah.
2: Yeah. If, uh, if I have a CD, I do have a CD player, right? I, I, right. So assuming there's some okay, way, I, like a solar-powered island
1: or whatever, right? Like we <laughs> could say it's the lost island and you found a bunker and there's power. Yeah. I mean, you know, nice. come on, man. I'm These so questions, cool. you have to have a little bit of, uh, you know, a freedom to well, kind of manipulate hey, it. When
2: you when you ask a YouTuber who's built his entire channel on the just being over-analytical and overthinking things, you got to expect me to ask for clarifications sure that's
1: what you do yeah yeah we we get it um
2: stay true to myself
1: do you want (laughs) to uh let's do some plugs um jay how about we let we let the professor go first and then we'll tag our stuff at the end
0: absolutely take take it over clifford
2: yeah well thanks so much for having me on guys uh as far as plugs go i would just say if you want to check out what some lyrics mean uh particularly if you're interested in songs that you can you know relate to and that you know showcase artists being vulnerable talking about stuff you wouldn't normally hear in lyrics it's the kind of music we try to talk about and not only do we explain lyrics but we're also sharing a lot of new artists who have a lot of potential including a few from nashville in fact if you were driving over to my town in the next few weeks to come and you know record some of their songs live we'll put them up in the channel and see what people think so we do stuff like that um, and okay. then, if you want to learn how to test out of some college courses, save some money, do some dual enrollment, or we might even do some talking about how to how to save on student debt later on. That's the kind of stuff we do on College Hacked. And either of those, Pop Song Professor College Hacked, both easy to find. Just give it a Google.
1: I'm subscribing to the new one as soon as we're we're done here. I, I did this
0: I did this morning when you let <laughs> it out. Awesome. There, so. awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tag on that, um, and what we will do um, over on our website, which is uh, a uh we have a mention on the podcast link uh, up there, and we'll put some uh, some links to your uh, your YouTube channel um, thanks, thanks. and and other things that you've. Uh, Spoken of here today. Um, we are also over on YouTube and we are uh, uh, the parts kind of gurus. That's uh, youtube.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, uh, forward slash parts counter gurus. Uh, we are over on Instagram forward slash the parts counter of gurus. And, um, Please tell a friend, like us, ring the bells, do all those things that are handy to us. And do the we same for Clifford. Survive. Make sure Absolutely. you
1: get over there and yes. uh, and check it out. And honestly, I got to say, it's like, sorry, Jay, for jumping in here. I, again, oh. can't contain myself. Uh, <laughs> get, true, true or false, the most excited you've seen me in a while.
0: It is. It and it and, truly and is, to, to be
1: fair, Clifford, we just did a podcast. I hope they don't see this part, but... We did, a, uh, we did a, a metal band from South America, which oh. has not aired yet. And um, uh, I, I'm probably, I was excited then, but I'm, I'm, I'm beside my, yeah. okay, so, so I digress. <laughs> so so cool yeah. check him out. It's going to change your life, and it's probably the most original content I've seen oh, by out far. there in the social media world, at least in the past three or four years, if not uh, all time.
2: Oh man, that is that is high praise in a tall order. Well-
0: yeah, it's no, we really mean it, man. It, it's it's been exciting for me to to jump in and and look at this channel. Like I said, Keith was already all over but I was. I'm like going deep, man. I'm going many years back and checking some of your stuff out, and I, I I love it. And I know everybody that I've turned on, turned them on to, love it as well. So congratulations on having a really cool thing and a good message that you have going on here, wow. my friend. Amen. So Thanks,
2: yeah, guys. it means it means a bunch for you to say that. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Uh, Thanks,
1: Clifford, for being on with us. Uh, I'm gonna leave we'll everybody have, with us. We'll have this. you Go back.
2: You, we'll have, yeah. Can we have uh, you back?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, sure. Hey, I'm still dying to to get into some of these odd, like, you know, I love <laughs> throwing like odd stuff in your direction. So, cool.
2: and I feel like next time I come back on, I want to, I want to give my, take my hand at, uh, giving car advice. Cause I've got some, uh, thoughts. I've got some thoughts. This will be fun. We have some thoughts. Yeah. You guys can tell me how good my car advice is. Awesome. We'd, um, love, we'd love to do that. We'll talk yep. about it for sure. Yeah. Um, that's great.
1: I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Thanks for being a good sport, man. Okay. So, uh, let me leave you guys with this. So that is Jay all the way over there the pop song professor next to him. That's Clifford. Uh, I am Keith. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. Here's my closing thought, Clifford. See if you can tell where I ripped this off. What a man got to say. What a man got to pray to be your last good night and your first good day. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time. (laughs)